Hello, it's been a while. Um, I have just been completely and utterly caught up in the business of getting everything ready um, for the opening of Tioxcola and just didn't want to be reporting on the mundane to you guys, to be honest. Uh, there were a number of super, super, super stressful weeks that really, uh, yeah, peaked um, frustration levels uh, and tested my idea that we all need to let go of expectation. And so within those weeks, I was feeling super challenged and it was just best not to to share the the roller coaster with you guys um because i feel like we're all looking for outlets at the moment to just ease us into a calmer place and uh i hope that this podcast can uh ease you in or out of certain situations so I am sitting at my study table in my living room and I'm looking out at a quite a grey and wet mayo. There's lots of rhododendron, rhododendron, rhododendron in bloom outside my window and there's some bay trees and there's some like flowers and stuff. Um, but yeah, mayo in Ireland in general at the moment is just a flush with green and colour and uh, in the sun it is quite spectacular. Um, I had a most wonderful, so on these kind of wet and rainy days I just crave hot drinks and carbs and fats and so for lunch I had a beautiful fruit scone toasted with loads of butter and local raw goat's cheese on top. And then I had a couple of cups of tea with some glombwe raw milk. And so, yeah, my tummy is just in that like, mm, mm, mm phase, you know, when you're just, you feel like an equilibrium. I mean, I've eaten no plants, but I feel an equilibrium. Um, and I've got a, I've been road testing lots of different recipes to kind of uh, create this house special at Yoxcola. So a house special biscuit, a house special sourdough, a house special everything. Um, and I've been road testing this one particular bread recipe for a number of weeks now just to get it so. And uh, it's uh, it's proofing in the bowl there right now as I, sorry, I just had a little message there come in something about napkins for chalk scholar so I thought I had to glance at that um but yeah sorry there's so much on my head on my head in my head to share with you guys it's kind of hard to know what to what to say and in, in, in what sequence um anyways right had a great lunch <laughs> that's 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 one thing um uh, had had some lovely tea great there's bread going on. Okay, fab. There's there's a number of things going on in my head. But um uh okay, let's do this. So I think a lot of people that listen to this may be single, maybe living in cities, um, maybe feeling like, okay, amazing, the world's opening up again, but might also feel a little bit like pensive 
and shy because you've been like living this lonely life um for quite some time now and we all get uh comfortable in that don't we so I want to talk to you guys about something that happened to me recently so I'm single I have a dog called Biggie Smalls we live in Mayo and uh we are very very happy here um and I am very very happy single I my work and my hobbies kind of thrive when I'm single and I really enjoy that feeling and it's um it kind of kind of it can override any other needs or wants that I have in my life um but you know I love love I've always uh, believed in this idea of kind of spending time with a partner and you know sharing an ecosystem with that person and sharing ideas and aspirations and supporting that person and feeling supported um and I think that is probably the only difference between feeling happy alone and happy in a relationship is just like you know that feeling of support that you have from within this unit that's quite special and unique to a kind of romantic partnership I suppose if you will um and so as the world does start to open again I'm like oh I might meet someone nice or (laughs) I don't know but basically I um I've never been on any dating apps and I I never intend to. I think for someone like me who is uh quite a um, emotional person and kind of uh can really uh, acquire like energy from people. Um if I were to go on a dating app or a dating site, it would just fuck up my head. Like I wouldn't be I wouldn't have the mental stamina for that. And age 35, I'm all about making choices that are good for me, good for my future. And so going on a dating app uh, or a dating site is not the one. But I do believe, um, I mean, I I believe that you can meet people (laughs) without dating apps. Um, But one of the things I've been working on a lot since I last spoke to you guys was this... um, this need I have to be playful and imaginative and to engage both of those as kind of paradigms that sit alongside you know my behaviors and habits and so uh the playfulness has been quite easy to engage with you know just singing and dancing and and and, you know climbing mountains and singing and just just like I I guess playful on your own sounds like a funny one uh but for me I find it quite achievable and sometimes even more so when I'm on my own than when I'm with people um and then the second one just imagination and creativity I mean my work is very creative to a certain point um but I was very imaginative girl growing up and um then as I got older and I kind of acquired different bits of spirituality and science and they kind of amalgamated in with the imagine the imaginary um it uh it was maybe sometimes hard to kind of like segment out imagination 
just as a solo entity and just completely immerse myself in that and be very playful with that. And over the past number of months, I've kind of discovered that I've, um, I'm uh, when I'm driving, when I'm walking, I'm always imagining, but not to maybe the same intense extent that I used to when I was young. And so I have been purposefully really re-engaging that. And one of the times of the day I suppose I am able to do it most is at night time when I'm kind of closing down for the day and I'm going into sleep. And so I guess when I lie down in bed now, I'm I'm almost trying to um, enable a dreamlike state before I go go to sleep before I fall asleep um and out of that practice have come some incredible dreams that I've had whilst in sleep um and two I want to talk to you guys about because and I don't mean for this to just be for single people this is for everyone because we can apply these um methods to to so many things but this is maybe particularly for single people who are feeling like a little bit lonely and who are you know, hoping for for love. So, um, I on one particular night, I had this dream that I was on a cliff edge in Mayo, maybe somewhere around Lewisburg, and it was kind of past sundown, so like past ten p.m., maybe between the hours of like ten and eleven p.m. at night, and I was looking out at the ocean. Uh, not wearing a jacket like maybe wearing a jumper or something and some trousers and there was a man behind me and he was taller than me he had dark hair uh, he had like a strong enough build um, and in my dream I could feel our hips touching so I could kind of feel there was something about our hip bones that was just like really big in my dream and uh I woke up from that dream and I just felt so happy because I, I maybe you guys will relate to this, but I will often dream about people I know and we'll just be in situations with one another and they can be famous people or like friends of mine or family members. It's not often that I dream about like completely new people whereby I haven't seen like that face before or that body shape. And so to wake up from a dream where like I've imagined this like new man is really cool. <laughs> so I was like really happy for the rest of the day after that. And not at like the promise that there is like this man with like hip bones out there for me. But just I was happy that I had a dream about someone I didn't know because um, I, like I am someone that has had dreams that have come true in the past um, many many times in fact um, in fact nearly all of them I would say and so for me dreams are a big thing and you can believe in them not believe in them whatever but you know imagination does manifest things in life and so whatever you believe in um, I think that is a true a true kind of viewpoint on the world and so then that was lovely and I was like god I wonder I dream about this man ever again and then maybe a week later I had a dream that I was at a dinner party inside somewhere again in could have been Mayo but it could have been another county as well I wasn't totally sure where I was other than it was a lovely house and there was maybe six or eight of us at the table 
and I was there with a man. So it was like either like a first date or a second date or something. We were very familiar with one another. We were very close. There was like a lot of chemistry um, and it kind of felt comfortable, but also very uneasy and a little bit anxiety provoking. And I felt a bit nervous um, and it maybe wasn't as nice as the first experience with the previous dream. So but nevertheless, I I remember in my dream, like leaving this house with this man, like tall, kind of broad, um, definitely looked like he did some sort of sport or like some sort of adrenaline kind of seeking um, sport or activity. Um, and again, I woke up from that being like, wow, this, <laughs> I'm dreaming about all these people. I'm going to have a great time when lockdown's over. Um so I have these dreams. I talked to a couple of my friends about it that would be uh, into this kind of thing. Um, and then a few, maybe maybe a month or two later, two months later, I I and Biggie are around Duloc, uh, Duloc Lock, uh, which is this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful valley um, in South Mayo. And it's just surrounded by all these mountains. There's no there's no trails there, but I just park up and start climbing. So I pick out this climb that I've been wanting to do for a while and me and Biggie do it. And it is just breathtakingly beautiful. We are literally climbing like I am. I mean, some people call it bouldering. So we are literally climbing. No rope, just just climbing. And uh, the whole way up. Right. So I always thought. I always thought and saw myself climbing when I got older and it's something I've started since moving to Mayo and I've been absolutely loving it. It's bringing me so much happiness um, and freedom and just, yeah, like I love the adrenaline buzz you get from it. And so the whole way up, you know, I am so present in these moments because if I put a foot wrong or a hand wrong, I'm going to drop off that mountain and I'm plummet to my death. And I love that. Like, I love the feeling of adrenaline. I love the focus that it brings. Um, I love the, like, the fun that it brings. And so the whole way up, I'm kind of, you know, thinking to myself, jeepers, you love adrenaline. Like, you love adrenaline sport. You love, you love things that make you feel like this world and this life is precious. And... Um, anyway, we get to the bottom and at the bottom, like maybe two, maybe like a, like a half kilometre down the road is a silver truck run by the Delphi Lodge and they do, you know, sandwiches, like epic pastries, coffees. So I'm like walking along saying to Biggie that I'm going to treat us to a Bakewell tart and a coffee at the van. Uh, but before we do, I am gasping with the thirst, forgot to bring my water with me. Well, like, on purpose, like I couldn't carry it. Um... So I go to the car to get my bottle of water out um, and right by my car is this motorbike um, and the motorcyclist has his back turned to me. Uh, he's placing his helmet on the seat to obviously just balance it, whatever, while he goes and gets a coffee from the truck. Um, and now FYI, 
Mayo is one of the most wonderful places in Ireland. People are so genuine, so down to earth. Everyone chats with one another. Like you, you don't walk past someone without saying hi. On the road, you're constantly flicking your finger at people saying hi. You know, people are just super friendly. People want to converse. People want to engage with you. Um, and I love that. Like, you know, okay, so. So the guy turns around and I'm like, oh my God, it's the guy from my dream. Holy shit, this is this is crazy. Now, I'm a pretty self-confident person. I have no problem engaging with people saying hello. But for some reason, nerves, just, I was just stricken, just stricken with nerves. They just took over and I could barely say hello and give him the nod that people at Mayo do. And it, it was, it kind of caught me off guard and it just showcased to me like, geez, you know, I am in that like ecosystem where, you know, I haven't seen anyone I've been attracted to in such a long time. Since moving back to Ireland, there's been no one I fancy. There's been no one. I haven't seen anyone. I haven't seen anyone that I feel anything for. But this guy, he wasn't dressed in like the biker leather. He had really nice jeans on and these kind of boots like I I don't know they were like a sandy shade they were again lovely like a really nice jacket he just like looked comfortable on the bike and he had the build of the man I imagined and I was just like oh my god this is amazing so um went to the car got my water and then he went to the van to get a coffee and then I went up to the van um and got a coffee and a bakewell tart for me and Biggie and I went to kind of the water's edge because Biggie loves stones thrown for him and he will bark at you unless you throw stones so I was like sitting on this wall and the motorcyclist went down the road and like sat on this bridge and I saw him take his phone out and start taking photos of the valley and I was like oh my god he takes photographs (laughs) um but there is just there's something very precious about like witnessing someone in nature and how they engage with it and there was something about this guy just taking the time to sit on this bridge with a coffee and take some photos of the beautiful scenery around him that just like it was just lovely it was just really pleasant to watch um and anyway he came back he he went to his motorbike we were kind of looking at one another. You know, you can always feel when there's a bit of an energy between you and another person. So that was present. Um, but I was just so shy. Like normal Karen would have been jumping off the wall. Not jumping, but like, you know, getting off the wall and get getting back to the car and like saying hello again. But I just, I had a fear in me. Like I'm just so out of practice in terms of like talking to anyone. I have any remote grawfer um but it was a lovely it was just a lovely thing to happen um because you know what like mayo is a county it is it's quiet it's not very populated it's so different to to the county i'm from it's so different to even the counties that surround it Um, and particularly in covid times it's particularly quiet and so i guess in and amongst the wild and in and amongst this like quite expansive like barren area to meet someone and like 
I don't know, imagine yourself going off on the back of a bike around these mountains, t- tearing it up and down the road, it was just super wonderful. So I thought I'd share that with you guys because there's definitely something about imagination that can pull and draw excitement to your to your life. And so hopefully I see him another time. And next time I will say more than hello and a nod. Um, and so, yeah, on that point, I used to record a podcast every Sunday when I was living um, by uh, Moore Hall. But because the the weather has gotten a bit better, the days are longer. On Sundays, me and Biggie just go off and we climb mountains and we swim and I just love spending my Sundays that way now and my I guess the time that I have off right now is super precious because it's just going to be so busy once Jock Skull opens. Um, There are two women I've listened to recently that have made me feel uh, really um, supported I suppose in a fucking weird way. So um, I've been listening, I absolutely have always loved Lauren Hill as an artist. Uh, the Score was one of the first albums I ever bought. Um, I-, I think she's a genius at words. Um, and I've always kind of related to her and the way she explores herself. And so I've been listening to her a lot over the past couple of weeks. And uh, recently on a trip to Galway, I listened to her MTV Unplugged album and it was um, it was just amazing it was because anyone out there who is feeling older and wiser maybe after this year um can probably relate to this like you just you really do for me personally i have noticed how much ego i have shed as i get older i am also way better at being level and relaxed and taking a relaxed point of view to things that are out of my control um and I really only give a shit about presenting myself in the most honest and authentic way possible I don't have any errors and graces I'm not going to like when I had a meeting with the bank manager I said fuck in the meeting and I didn't give a shit about that you know I'm not gonna like it's important to me at this part of my life to make sure that I'm not posturing to use a phrase from Lauren Hill so she really really like eloquently in this MTV Unplugged album talks about people posturing particularly when uh, people are dating and they're meeting people for the first time and they're going on these dates and they're like eating in a certain way and sitting a certain way and walking a certain way and dressing a certain way and they're doing things that they will never do uh, if this relationship continues for the rest of their lives. And um, anyways, give it a listen if if you enjoy Lauren Hill and if you're on a bit of a journey yourself and maybe you're looking for um, just that feeling of female support in... And just kind of saying to yourself, you know what, the journey you're on is good and you don't need to hide behind anything and you can just, and don't be so worried about riling people up the wrong way, like not everyone's going to like you, 
It's just important to be true to yourself. And sometimes being true to yourself can come across as being super confrontational with other people. But something I've really come to appreciate is confrontation is much healthier over passiveness any day in any situation. There are, I'm sure we'll we'll all recall so many situations where we were passive. But the older I get, the more comfortable I am with confrontation. I want to ensure I'm in situations where I can use different ways to unify me and other people, you know, get a job done together. But if confrontation is necessary, it's necessary. And I'm now very comfortable with that, whereas I wouldn't have been before. Um, And... a lot of that for me personally would have been to do with I'm just really sensitive to people and in a lot of those situations where I chose to be passive I just recognized that the person I was dealing with was more sensitive than I was and it was best for them to feel like their situation was suited versus mine um and so yeah just to clarify that there um the other thing that I listened to recently uh, was the Blind Boy podcast whereby he interviewed Sinead O'Connor and honestly that podcast, everything she spoke about, the way the interview ran, it just, it actually made me feel quite emotional and like at the very end of that podcast I did actually feel emotional and here's why. So All my life I have felt equal parts spiritual and scientific and sometimes that has been, sometimes those paths have been difficult and have made my relationships difficult because I can understand and appreciate both sides and I sit very much in the middle like for me science has enabled me to have a better life um science is is what I do um it has allowed me to understand myself and the world a lot more intimately but on the flip side of that if I didn't have a spiritual side I don't think I would understand science as well as I do and I wouldn't understand the impact science can have and so I'm really grateful to my mom for I guess, instilling spirituality in me. Um, And Mayo is a very, very, very spiritual place. Very, very spiritual. Um, And so it was incredible to hear Sinead O'Connor articulate like how she views God and what she views God to be and what she views religion to be um, and how that helps her to make decisions based on clarity around her work and just like everything she said I was like fuck like this has given me so much comfort because at the time I listened to the podcast I was feeling elements of discomfort around the world we were living in with covid and with um kind of extreme groups coming out and there being a lot of uh tit for tat going on um and it just wasn't sitting with me and I was getting a bit worried and, and apprehensive because I'm about to open the school which 
intends to be a safe place for people to come and feel supported as opposed to challenged. And it was just so wonderful to listen to Sinead articulate to Blind Boy her interpretation of language that for other people um, can be quite triggering. And so, you know, the Catholic Church, priests, God, Jesus Christ, like all these words can actually be so triggering for a lot of people and can bring up really, really dark thoughts and memories. But Sinead kind of conversed her own like methodology with how she um, understands those maybe archical structures to be. And so, yeah, it's definitely worth listening to for anyone who, like me, can sometimes struggle with people because there's maybe an expectation of me to be like very scientific. But I am very, very scientific, but I also have this whole like spiritual side to me, which will not always uh, predict that I'm going to agree totally with the like scientific people in the room. Um, when I was growing up and particularly after, well, no, after my mum died, I really lent hard on memoirs and autobiographies because particularly ones written by women, because they helped, they helped me, uh, feel supported. It was kind of like sitting on my couch and chatting with my mom about stuff. And, um, I think for me, listening to Lauren Hill recently and then listening to Sinead O'Connor on the Blind Boy podcast, those are those both just kind of felt like reading a really good female written memoir for me. Um, and uh, yeah, I think uh, sometimes the most powerful conversations you can have are the ones whereby the person isn't in the room. You know, they're in your ear and you're just listening to them or they're on the book and you're just reading about them. And I think for people that maybe are not great with confrontation and find it quite tense, I I, I think going on a journey with like podcasts and um, just listening and reading is really, really good because I think for me, after years of doing that, I'm now in a place where I'm better at articulating my opinions than I was a number of years ago. Um, and I don't feel... I guess we're all protective of our belief systems and our opinions but I don't maybe I'm not like I'm not as protective of them they're just a part of me and it's not like I have to fucking defend them in every conversation but you know there are there are conversations and there are situations where you are put in a place that you have to defend your uh, beliefs and in those instances where the confrontation can feel combative it's important to have the language and have the words and have the confidence to be able to um articulate yourself because if you can't articulate yourself you come out of situations with low self-esteem feeling really really shit and also questioning your belief systems now questioning one's own belief systems is very very healthy and I do that a lot and I'm actually doing it a lot I'm probably doing it more than ever right now because of the world we live in um but I think it's important to show people respect for the opinions and the belief systems that sit best with them and that is something that's really 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 important to me um at Yoxgala I will be um really really strong 
on students respecting one another, belief systems, makeup, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be really, really important to me that the the culture and the vibe at Toxicola is one of safety and exploration and support. Um, I will never forget this class I gave um, in Hackney one time to a group of students who came for a bake day and they were completely opposing religions, belief systems, family structure, the way they lived, the way they ate, everything. Um, and the day could have been quite, could have been quite tense if they chose to be combative, but they chose to explore and to question and to discover, um, slightly analyze, but not overly so. And it was the most beautiful class I have ever taught in my life. And I carry the memories of that class with me everywhere I go. And that's that class. The people that were in the room that day, they're the ones that have continued to prove to me that we can live in a unified world where we all have opposing um, belief systems and strategies and ways of intervention and, and all that kind of good stuff. So, um, yeah, I must say I'm feeling like quite buzzy at the moment I don't sound it but I am feeling quite buzzy at the moment um Talk Scholar will be open on the 25th of June um and I'm just I'm so fucking excited about it like I'm just so excited to finally have a physical space here in Ireland that people can come and learn and entertain and share and enjoy themselves in and uh yeah I'm really 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 excited about it um yeah it's funny I can't believe it's June I got back to Ireland at the end of October and uh now that I'm here the time has just it's just flown I went from kind of weeks of buzzing off like stress and adrenaline to now being in a place where I'm just I'm actually feeling, even though I'm really buzzy, I'm feeling so relaxed in such a flow-like state. Like I just, I, you know, I'm like, Karen, you've put in the work, it's going to work out. And and that's all I can really say on that. Um, I feel very, very content. I feel very grounded. I feel very, very grateful to... Mayo and the coastline and the mountains for getting me to this place and I feel beyond grateful for Biggie he is a true legend of a man he like the rocks he climbs with me the the sea swims he does with me it's just been it's been really it's been really mega it's been yeah it's been so great and it's yeah, I feel very, very at home here again. Um, and it's good. It's just good. I am off to see a regenerative grain farmer tomorrow. And then I'm going to go to Dublin to hang out with my sister. Um, and then back to Mayo again. And then from the 25th onwards, it's going to be all guns blazing. Um but yeah I hope you guys are doing well and I hope that 
there are opportunities for you to like really engage with your playful side and your imagination and whatever you're feeling at the moment whatever you're believing I hope it's robust enough to like weather what we're going through and that you don't feel lonely in your thoughts and that you don't feel um peer pressured into doing things that don't fit with with what makes you feel good and healthy um I've been on a really amazing journey with my period health recently and I'm now completely drug free everything like I just monitor everything with sleep and you know salt water and uh good food um good coffee low intervention wine you know really good cacao chocolate um and these these should all be these should all be a standard in everyone's life there should be no inequality when it comes to good food um but that's a topic for another day um all right I'd say it's about time for me to do the next stretch and fold on this baby but um yeah just wishing you all so much love and hope you're hope you're kind of being kind to yourself it's uh I hope it's going to be a really 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 fun summer for everyone and um and yeah all I can say from my neck of the woods is that eating well getting sleep getting outdoors has been the best recipe for a healthy mind and um yeah I'm really grateful to the wildness of mayo because it is suiting the wildness in me uh cool lots of love guys hope to see you soon